always with you. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. I just thank you, Jesus, for your peace. I thank you, Lord God. For we know that you are always with us. We thank you, Lord God, for we know that you are always with us, no matter what we are going through. Uh, today is March 24th, 2022. Uh, and um, we're a little bit past 9 o'clock, about 9.14 in the morning. For you folks that are just getting up, that's all right. Amen. So we're going to put on the whole armor of God today. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and get that stock. We're putting on the whole armor of God, and we just—we are actually—I'm—I'm I'm thankful uh, that Jesus is Lord over me. I am so thankful that God loves me. Um, how about y'all? Y'all thankful that the Lord loves you? Amen. Amen. I am absolutely ecstatic. Hallelujah! Looks like I lost one of you. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, today is a Thursday, and um, we're gonna put on the whole armor of God. We're moving up. We always start off with the book of Luke. Uh, oh, pardon me. We start off with the book of Luke, chapter 24, and that's our uh, verse 45. So go ahead and pull that up real quick. Amen. Well, Luke twenty four forty five. So if you can get that pulled up real quick, that'd be great. Amen, amen. Give you a moment to do that. I won't sing the interlude this time. <laughs> Glory to God. All right. So today is John 14 and 12. Y'all know I love me. Some John 14 and 12. That is no joke. All right? That is no joke right there. Jesus told him some, you can do great. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like somebody just told me I got long hair. Okay. I love your long, pretty hair. Okay. You know, you just got your, if you, from back in the day, you would get your hair pressed. <sighs> Get you some of that grease. Your mama or your sister them be pressing your hair. It, you know, be hot when they doing it. But after they finish, it be looking all good. All shiny, all pressed. <laughs> it's my like, oh, I love your hair. It's so silky. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Oh. Or if you were, you know... You you know your your mama was like we're gonna go to the beautician and get you used to going to the beautician and beautician do your hair and she get that little mushroom and then it just be flowing. Y'all remember uh, Tootie from that movie Kim Fields from that TV show you should do. Uh, anyway, Kim Fields would have the little the little mushroom and her mushroom would just flow. Everybody wanted that mushroom flow. It just flow. <laughs> that was back in the eighties. We were still the way when we got grown. Get your hair pressed, go to the beauty shop. You, you just put your hands behind your hair and you just flow. Just, you know, you want to fluff it and it flows. <laughs> and the key was to keep it keep it from tangling. So you, you had to wear a scarf. Anyway. All right, we got uh, a... <laughs> 
me and my adventures of hair. <laughs> All right, we on Luke 24, 45. Oh, my goodness. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Oh my goodness. If I was if I could meet Kim Fields today, I'd be like, What's up, woman of God? God bless you. No, but I ain't gonna interrupt her her life, amen. She had a beautiful life. She done a lot of, a lot of things for a lot of people. And you know, you know she did that thing with the Bible. And she got I don't know how she got all these famous people to do this, but she did. I guess they friends or whatever. But she got all these famous people to do like a Bible reading. You know, put the Bible on audio. It was so cool. Blair Underwood is in there. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, I just geeked out when I saw it. <laughs> All right. So Luke 24, 45 says, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. All right. Move on with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter six, starting off with verse ten. You know how they, when they, whenever they get ready to do like a boxing match, they're like introducing so and so in the white trunks. He's the stallion. He's the the Avenger. No. All right. So when you think. <laughs> When you think about Jesus and you think about standing against the wiles of the devil, I want to I want you to think about you. You are in the boxing ring and you are the champion of champions, right? You are the champion. You're not the underdog. Oh no, you're not the underdog. I know a lot of people want to be the underdog because they're like, you know, the underdog that you know he win. No, he an underdog cuz he ain't never won. But Jesus is a champion because he won. And so because Jesus is a champion, you, my dear, you wonderful person, you are a champion. And so in this ring, in this ring of life, you are a champion and you are standing in the center of the stage. You, I should say, you you walking down the aisle and they calling your name. Let's say they going, Kathy, 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 Kathy. And like, imagine that's all of heaven calling your name. Kathy, Kathy. But when you realize, when you listen a little bit close, they're not really saying your name. They're saying Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But here's the point. Jesus is the victor and he's the victory, right? But whatever victory he got, it belongs to you. So when they say his name, they're saying your name too. So they sound like Jesus, Kathy, Jesus, Kathy, Jesus, Kathy, Jesus, Kathy, Kathy, Jesus, Kathy, Jesus, Jesus, Kathy, Kathy Christ. What? Kathy Christ, Kathy Christ, Jesus Christ. Because y'all one and the same when it comes to the power of God, because you are part of the kingdom of God. You are saved. You've been redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when and when your name, when Jesus name gets cheered on, your name get cheered on. When Jesus get victory, you get victory. So in this thing called life, I want you to stand against the wiles of the devil. Stand on the word of God. The word of God is Jesus. You ever stood on your daddy's feet and he, he was dancing you around or playing with you? 
Whether you're a boy or a girl, you always stand on Danny, daddy's feet. So if you're a boy, you on daddy's feet and you like one, two years old, maybe three, maybe five. And you walking and you playing or he'll put you, he'll hoist you up on his shoulders. And you looking around all around. Ooh, it's so high up here. So many things going on. Imagine. Imagine. You've been hoisted up by the Lord God Almighty. And he goes, do you see the victory? Well, you on God, you on the shoulders of the Lord God Almighty. So, yes, you see the victory. Who, who else can get on daddy's shoulders but daddy's son? Now, son is both a male and a female. Can't nobody that is not his son get on his shoulders. It is a rare event that any man would put somebody else's child on their shoulders. See, that requires an intimacy. He got to know you. He got to know your father and your mother. And he has to have permission from your father. So likely you cannot stand on father's shoulders without being his son. You got to be his son. And we are so lucky that even though us Gentiles are not the chosen people, we are not Jews, but we are adopted. We are adopted into the kingdom of God. God made us his adopted son. He says, because you believe on my son, Jesus, you may come unto me. You may stand on the word of God and be free. I will protect you like you are my son, the Lord Jesus Christ. You pray to me anything in his name and I'll give it to you. Jesus said, if you ask me anything in my name, I'll give it to you. If you will stand on the word of God and believe me, I will bless you. I will protect you. I will stand up for you. You got to fight. Oh, no, that's my fight. You ain't got to fight that fight. That's my fight. You ain't got to fight that fight. That's my fight. So when a bully comes at you and say, yo, give me your lunch money. Yo, give me your rent money. I got to pay rent and you paying my rent this month. Because if they'll take your lunch money, bro, then when you get older, if you don't stop them when you're younger, when you get older, they're going to come for some rent money. And because if you don't stand on the word of God now, then you're going to be paying somebody else's rent for the rest of your life. So what you going to do? You going to let the enemy take your lunch money and your rent money? Oh, no. We standing on the word of God. We are standing on God's shoulders. We are standing on his feet. We are sitting in the seat of Jesus Christ. So we're about to put on the whole armor of God. Are you ready? You pumped up? Let's do it. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through 17 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore. The word wherefore means where you at, where you going. Where you at, where you going. What's up? Where you at, where you going. 
Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. So where are you? You are standing on the shoulders of God. You are sitting in the seat of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are with your daddy. You are with the Lord, the Savior, Jesus Christ, your bridegroom, your brother. You are with God. You are with the kingdom of God and all the benefits of the kingdom of God. That's where you at. That is where you are at, bro. That is where you are at, sister. That's where you at. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. That's right. You're like, what's the breastplate of righteousness? Right thinking. That's the part of the salvation. A lot of y'all think that the breastplate of righteousness is just what's well, going to cover my heart. You know, that way I don't get, I don't get, I don't get hurt. Hold on. What happened when Adam and Eve sinned? Why, how did they sin? Through disobedience. How you thinking, bro? How you thinking? Are you thinking that you fighting every battle by yourself? Or are you thinking, hold on, I ain't fighting this battle. Jesus got this. Jesus already got the victory. He already seen this coming. And he was like, okay, now's your time to stand. What you going to do? You going to stand with me or you going to cower? And God's like, yo, I'm standing right here. What's it going to be, son? We going to do this? So your answer must be yes, Lord. You with me? Then I'm standing with you. I'm with you, God. I ain't worshiping no other gods. Oh, no. I ain't tearing down my marriage. Oh, no. I'm standing with you. I ain't going to beat on my boss with my words. Because when I beat on my boss with my words, I'm tearing him down. And if I tear down my boss, then my, I ain't going to get that bonus that I want. Why? Because then he ain't going to have the confidence. Oh, he ain't going to have the favor to get those new contracts. No new contracts. No check. Stand with God. Believe God. Stand therefore having your loins girded about with truth. What does this represent? Represents your loins girded about with truth. Don't be going getting intimate with other gods. Don't you dare get intimate with other gods. When that devil came in Adam and Eve in the garden, like, yo, 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 what's up, baby? You know what I'm saying? Look, did God tell you that you couldn't do this? Girl, look, don't you want to be like God? Now, he wasn't just talking to Adam and to Eve. He was talking to all the workers that was in the garden, too. Why? Because, you know, when your boss is around and, and your boss is having a conversation with anybody and you in the midst, it ain't like you deaf. You hear everything that's going on, right? Imagine this. Let's say somebody come up on your boss, right? You know, just a regular Joe. They come up on your boss and be like, yo, man, well, you know, you, you better give me this. Boom, 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 boom. And this dude, he probably got, he bought, you know, maybe he brought like two or three guys with him. But it's like a hundred of y'all in the field. It's a hundred of y'all standing around listening to him. Listen, y'all listen to him talk trash to your boss. Now, what usually happens in that situation? All 100 of y'all start surrounding all three of them. And y'all be like, what you going to do? What you going to do? Right? And usually the boss will be like, yo, come down, y'all. Come down. It's all right. It's all right. 
So what did Adam and Eve do in that situation? Adam and Eve hushed the people that were around them. And instead they listened to that devil talk that trash. And then they were in disobedience. Their actions were disobedient because they went against God. They did not stand on the word of God. They did not stand with God. When God said, I told you don't touch that because it ain't good for you. That should have been enough for them. All right, boss, you said don't touch that. That's that's good. That ain't good for me. Okay, God, what you said is good. All right. Now that Jesus has paid the price for us, he's took the punishment. He said, okay, now, right now, I've done everything. I took the punishment. I stood against disobedience. Now, all you got to do is sit in my seat. Do like I do. That's all you got to do. Do like me. Do like me. Do like me. When the devil came at him, when he was fasting 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, the Holy Ghost was with him. That's his mind, y'all. That Holy Ghost only listens to the Father. So then what is that mind? That mind is, that mind got the ear of the Father. The Father's talking directly to him. So the Holy Ghost is going, yo, Jesus, don't do that. The devil telling you to jump up off, jump off, jump off the roof, commit suicide. Don't do that. The devil telling you to do this. The Holy Ghost going, nope. He like batting that stuff away. Bam, bam. Devil, the devil throwing more haymakers at Jesus. And the, de- and the Holy Ghost is like, uh-uh. Bam, bam. Why? It's like God is playing a video game and he's moving the Holy Ghost from right to left, right to left. You know, y'all, y'all press a combination of buttons. K-Y-L-X plus. That's God. Moving the Holy Ghost going, Holy Ghost. You ever seen Serena Williams play ball, play ball, her her sister play, play ball, play tennis. That girl does not miss a ball, right? That woman don't miss a ball. Something coming at her, she's swatting the heck out of that stuff, right? That's God. Bam, bam, bam. That's what he was doing for Jesus. That's what he was doing for Jesus when Jesus was being tempted. And Jesus is like, just the way my father was protecting me, he going to protect you too. You got my same protection when you stand. Don't go worship other gods. Because when you do, he'll be like, yo, you you, you chose to go over there. I can't help you, man. You And you still over there. So you want to keep one foot in the devil and one foot in me. God's like, look, I want all of you or none of you. You won't stand. The breastplate of righteousness is how you thinking. Your loins is how you moving and how you acting, what you choosing, who you getting intimate with. Here's another thing. Hey, women, do you like it when your man goes out and gets freaky with some other female? Don't that make you hot under the collar? Your ears start to burning. You get so mad, you don't even put holes in walls. You get so angry, you putting a hole through the pillow. You know how hard it is to put a hole through a pillow? Because a pillow is soft. You got to be burning hot to put a hole with your fist through a pillow. I mean a real hole. You are burning hot. You are burning hot. How dare you? And then you got the nerve to come try and come at me after you just touched that? Because no matter what woman it is, that's your man. So she becomes a that. Not a thought. But a that you go touch that and then you want to come to me. Oh, and no matter what color you are, no matter how rich you are, you have now just become a pff, 
less than. Push on. You are not my covering. Why? Because you didn't act like a covering. You didn't keep your loins girded. See, when you are in a marriage, yeah, that's a covenant yoke. But when you go and spread your yoke and your covering to somebody else, you just left your woman, your wife uncovered. Now she got to go find a raincoat, a, a, a umbrella someplace else. She got to go provide her own umbrella. She ain't supposed to provide the umbrella. You supposed to provide the umbrella. Just like God is saying, you ain't supposed to get your covering from some other God. You supposed to get it from the Lord Jehovah through the blood of Jesus Christ. The Lord is your covering. How dare you worship another God? Don't let your feet move to the wrong direction. Don't let your mind. Don't let your mind make decisions for you. You are in control of that. You are a spirit housed in a soul and a soul housed in a body. You are in control of you. Verse 15. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Your feet are prepared for the gospel of peace. Peace is not weak. Peace means shalom, means to be complete. The gospel is the spoken testimony of God, which says you are victorious. And to be prepared is to be preserved for God. Your feet already have an assignment You heard me. Your feet already have an assignment from God. Your assignment is the gospel and it is peace. Your assignment is the shalom and it is complete. Your feet already have an assignment. Your feet have an assignment. And when you move outside of God, you move off of the road of your assignment. Verse 16, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You heard that? Bam. That's God knocking it out the park. Above all, taking the shield of faith. What is the shield of faith? Belief. Belief in God above all taking the shield of faith is the word of God is believing in God. God becomes your shield. The word is your shield and your buckler. Believe God. Wherewith meaning no matter what comes your way. You can ye shall be able meaning you have the power to quench All the fiery darts of the wicked. That means you're going to satisfy everything that comes your way. Now, what is satisfying everything that comes your way? It's knocking it out the park. You ever hit a home run for the first time? You was like, oh, I did that. Yes. I freaking did that. You stood against the wiles of the enemy. 
You quenched all the fiery darts of the wicked. You gave an answer for every question. You gave an answer for every question. Bam. Even if the answer is resist the devil and he'll flee from you, that is still an answer. Even if the answer is no, I will not participate in sin. No, I will not. That is an answer. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You heard that? It is by confession of faith that we are saved. You know when something is yours, right? You hold it tight to you, to your chest. You don't let it go. Some of y'all, you men, you will put your wallet in your drawers to hold on to it. Depending on what neighborhood you're in and what's holding on to that thing. Your boy is protecting that. You need to know if anybody going to try and take your stuff, they're going to have to come up against Big Willie first, right? They got to come up against Big, Big Willie and you women, especially y'all with the big bosoms. You stick your purse in your bosom. It's your secret pocket. Now, if anybody wants that, they're going to have to come there and you going to know. Because ain't no going down in Big Shirley and Big Shirley don't know that you there. Ain't no going through, through the mountains and she don't know. She going to find out and you going to be in a headlock. <laughs> you hold the word tight to you. Hold it tight. Keep, keep, keep the word in your mouth. Keep the word before your ears. Speak it. Put it before your eyes. Verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Here's a mystery for some of y'all. You can't trick God. The troubles you have now, because you knew, you know who God is and you Keep trying to trick them because of the people around you. You love Jesus, but you so afraid of being ostracized. You so afraid that you're going to disappoint somebody that is dead. That you would rather die in sin than speak the truth. Well, God, he has already tried. And he will let you choose that if that's what you want. But if you ain't bold enough to stand on the word of God. It only requires a mustard seed of faith. A one-year-old child can do that. Can you? A one-year-old child can do that. A newborn can have a mustard seed of faith. Can you? Are you stronger than a newborn? Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. Can you? La 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 la. Milk milk milk. You grown. You want to give everybody instructions, but you don't want to take down from God. He said, just have faith. Must have seen. Must have seen the faith. He's like, I'm going to do the rest. How can you fight and defend anybody else when you can't defend your own belief? You love Jesus. Now, here's the question. You think because somebody helped you to get some money. That 
you know, their way is the best way. Now, do you love the God of money or do you love the Lord God that made the earth that made you? It's God's breath that you breathe in. It ain't the breath of that money. That money will fade away. That money will burn up. That money will tarnish. But God will always be here strong, never wavering. Always. He'll let you make your own choices, but he'll always be here. Always. He'll let you move over to the thing that you desire most. But God will always remain true. He will never change. His word is still the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Verse 24. Grace be to all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. We are not just here just to put on the whole armor of God for us. We are here. The word is for our protection and also for the deliverance of those that are captured by the enemy. You have non-Christians standing on a pulpit that is dedicated to the Lord Jesus Christ, a church that is built by the hands and for the purpose of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are praying to demons on that stage. You worship demons in your home and then you come on stage and you sing praises to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when people confront you on your your destruction, your error, and you blame everybody else for the people leaving the church. They see the demons, my child. They see the demons. They see the demons and they hear them. God has instructed them, hold on, do not follow that person because he and she is worshiping the devil. You come against the pastor and you try and take over his church you trying to dedicate his church, his 50 years that he done prayed and believed for that church. And you trying to take his church so you can give it to somebody else, something else. God said, no. You done made God angry. He's loved you. He's blessed you. And you are cursing him. You got to choose every day. Will it be Jesus? And will it be the devil? Every day. I ain't worried about messing up some program. I ain't messing up some program. If you go to hell. Because I didn't tell you these things. Then I'm held responsible. I'm not being responsible. You must work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But you will not take the church down to hell. You will not take over the church. The church, Jesus is the church. And every branch in Jesus shall stand strong and be fortified. For Jesus Christ is Lord. If you are lucky enough to be invited into some, into the house of God. To give information based on what you've learned. Then you do that. But you don't respect the house. You don't disrespect that house. If you are not a Christian, but you've been invited to speak, then speak and give the wisdom of your understanding for business, for culture, for whatever it is. But don't denounce Christ. 
Don't denounce Christ. If you are a musician and you are not saved, you got to speak up and say, look, I'm not a Christian, but I sing. And pastors, you have got to begin to say, this is the body of Christ. This is the house of God. Our worshipers, our singers lead our people into the presence of the Holy Spirit. If you are not saved, you cannot lead my people into the presence of the Holy Spirit. You cannot lead my people before Christ in worship. All God will smell is the devil. That's why you cannot have a non-Christian singing worship, leading worship. Because when God sees them, when he hears them and he hears them, he smells sin. And y'all try and mingle Christians and non-Christians together. God is, God is not deceived. Stop deceiving. Stop trying to deceive him. Stop trying to deceive him. He don't like it. And I pray to God that he starts coming to each and every one of you pastors. You must be bold and strong. You didn't spend all this time on your knees praying and believing God to just turn your church over to the devil. Numbers 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee. Stand strong and keep thee. Believe God no matter what. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee. He is with you and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they should put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. I am not here to make you go cool. I'm not here to get your claps. I don't even see a wide audience every day that I do this show. I may see it later on down the line that y'all listen to this. I don't care if one person is listening, if no people are listening at the time that I'm doing this. I only care that this is, that God hears this and he makes this available to anybody that needs it. Anybody that he wants to hear it. I'm listening for the applause from heaven. I'm listening for God's voice to tell me, okay, Kathy, good job. Okay, Kathy, now do this. I don't care about applause. Because if I cared about applause, I'd have tried to get a million followers by now. The only people that I won't follow me is the ones that want to know about Christ Jesus. I don't want a Pharisee following me. Because a Pharisee is going to try to tell me to worship the devil and God at the same time. I'm not doing that. Both of my feet are in God. Psalms 91. Go with me to Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place. I know this is only supposed to take seven, 14 minutes. I know that. You'll be okay. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Don't you dare be afraid to stand on the word of God. 
Don't you dare be afraid to stand on the word of God. Any person that worships God in spirit and in truth can lead and can sing. God took Aaron, Moses' brother, who was not the brightest light in the bunch and made him a leader. It ain't the person that's leading. It's the person that's being obedient to God. That's your leader. Jesus was not a leader because he was tall and nice and kind. Jesus became a leader of the people because he was obedient to God. He feared God. How many sons, you know, turned their back on their father and went their own way? Jesus was obedient to God. That's why he was a leader. Obedience. Verse three, surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eye shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. God is watching out for you. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. God ain't gonna let no harm come to you. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Victory. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. When I read this Psalms 91, I hear this as a conversation that God is having with Jesus. It is an answer to Psalm 16. And Psalm 16, Jesus is in hell and he's saying, Father, oh, Lord God, don't forget me. I know who you are. You are my Lord and my Savior. Lord God, my goodness was not good enough for me. But my disciples, they believe in you in spirit and in truth. And remember, Lord God, they heard your voice. They hear you, God. I thank you, Father, for covering them. I thank you, Lord God, for blessing them. I thank you, Lord God, for returning me to them, oh Lord God. Oh Lord God, I told them that I would rise in three days, oh Father God. I know that you will not leave me here. I know, Lord God, you said in three days you will raise me up again. I already believe, Lord God, that I'm already risen. Even though my, my soul is in hell, my mind is remembering heaven. My mind is in the future, Lord God. Though I'm in this place being tormented and being punished by you, I know that your strength and your Adonai is such that you will not do more than what you said. You will not listen to the, 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 the throngs of the enemy. You will not listen to the temptations and the mouth and the vileness of the enemy, but you will stand on your word. 
You will not be, you will not succumb to temptation, but you will stand on your word and deliver me in three days. And in three days, we will prove to the whole world that you are the sovereign Lord and I am your son. And you came, you gave your word and you kept your word. You will not salivate at this punishment. But you will get satisfaction. You planted me in hell that I may take dominion. Three days is enough, you said, and you will not go beyond that. Your word is always true. Psalms 91 is answering his back. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. With long life, I'm going to satisfy you. Don't worry about that. I got you. I got you. You ain't going to be down there forever. I said three days. That's what it is. I got you. Don't worry about your disciples. I got them. And when you come home to me, I'm going to send somebody to help them. I got you. Don't worry about that. He sent the Holy Ghost. Isaiah 54 verse 13 through 17. It says, and all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror. For it shall not come near thee. Behold. They shall surely gather together. But not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals and the fire. And that bringeth forth an instrument. For his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Jesus paid the price on the cross for us, but it is God that gives us his righteousness. We get that righteousness through Christ Jesus when we make a confession of faith, but he got his from the father. And so whatever he see the father do, he do whatever he hear the father say, he say our righteousness. We get it. We call on Jesus, but it came from the father. We call on Jesus. We thank Jesus for, for our righteousness and for our salvation, but it came from the father. Jesus was an instrument what God used to work out that salvation, to work out that righteousness, to show us how to stand up and how to live right and how to love right and how to be righteous. He used Jesus to show us, but it came from the father. It came from the father. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to. Now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say, yes, God, I want you in my life. Yes, Lord. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you want to, you want to be forgiven of all your sins. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead. 
that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. And share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. Is commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. I'm running out of time, but I want to tell you this. Learn learn how to pray. I want you to say, I want you to read over Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17, 18 and 19 and 24 every day. I want you to read over all the scriptures we just went over. And uh, the Lord's Prayer is in the book, the book of Matthew chapter 6. All this is on LUTGRadioNetwork.com under the Salvation tab. Read it every day. Amen. Psalms, it's a Matthew chapter 6, starting off with verse 7. It's the Lord's Prayer. Go all the way to uh, verse 16. Because I want you to understand that you must forgive. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't be ang- don't be going into the next day with anger for somebody else. Forgive everybody. Amen. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show on the LUTG Radio Network.com. Have a blessed day. And remember, give as you're able. Give as God directs you to give. Amen. You can do that on LUTG Radio Network.com. God bless. I'll see y'all later. Amen, amen, and amen.